Welcome to the TV Kids Summer Festival. I'm Jamie Stalkup, Associate Editor of TV Kids, and today I'm leading a discussion on the keys to reviving classic brands for new audiences. I'm joined by Banerjee Kids and Family's Delphine Dumont, ZDF Studios' Katarina Peach, and Mondo TV Group's Luana Pereiro. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. So to start things off, what factors do you consider when determining if and when a classic IP should be revived? For Banerjee Kids and Family, um, it's for certain that recently uh, the, the, the ask for all the broadcasting partners, uh, streamers and linears has been more and more about uh, asking for known IPs. Uh, that's been going on for quite a few years, but uh, there's been, you know, it's been a resounding uh, demand in the last um, couple of years. And uh, the way we approach it is, first of all, because we've got quite a big catalog at Venture uh, Kids and Family, um, we've been in the market for quite some time. Um, we do, we've been, we've been doing a deep dive of our, of our catalog or IPs, look at what successes has been linear streamers, but actually the element that has been very uh, important for us to work with is a digital factor. And we're very uh, lucky to to have to be quite strong in this area. Uh, we've got more than seventy YouTube channels for our own IPs, and um, today we've, we've we've the way we see when we develop um, uh, when we look at developing an, a new an old IP into a new IP. Those those metrics have been very important for us to consider, and it's been the case uh, very much with uh, Photopodigio. Um, uh, which is an Italian-led uh, property, and for um, the global phenomenon, with, which is totally spice, and uh, we, we've um, yeah, relied on those numbers uh, very much. So, as Stephanie says, uh, look at um, past success, international footprint. So, so a bit the, the facts and figures. You know, where has it worked? Where is it still working? Um, um, is it known all over the world or just in certain territories? And then, um, content-wise, I would say we always look at what's at the heart of the IP? Um, what do we love most about it? What, what is it known for? And then can it be still relevant for kids today? And how can it be made that way? So um, I think twofold, facts and figures on the one hand, and then kind of content, what's at the heart and how can it be transported into today's world? Exactly the same as uh, we did uh, uh, in, in our analysis at uh, Mondo TV. And uh, since Katerina, you are here, uh, I mean, my, my idea for reviving properties was uh, to talk about uh, our Grisou. <laughs> so, of course, uh, uh, we have been looking for uh, a positive image and the values that would appeal to the children today. So I totally agree with uh, what she said. And uh, in this case, we have a, uh, an IP that is known in a number of territories and uh, has been developed uh, in a way that uh, the children today and also the grown-ups can uh, enjoy. And how do you strike the balance between updating and modernizing classic brands while still maintaining the essence of the originals? That's the tricky bit, isn't it? <laughs> That's what everybody is trying to get right, because of course you want to take what's most appealing about the brand and what everybody loves about it or loved about it, um, and then kind of bringing it into today. So um, as, as Luana said, we actually, we, we just uh, co-produced a, a, a classic property together with Mondo TV's ZTF Studios and um, and uh, Mondo TV, which is Grisou, which is a, a little green firefighting dragon. 
Um, so as Luana said, um, a property that has been um, quite big in, in a lot of European territories in the 70s and 80s. Um, and, and the story really is easy. So Rizu is a little dragon. He's fire breathing um, and he wants to be a firefighter. So that's obviously a bit tricky. So um, we, we looked at that property and that character. What do we love about it? Um, first of all, he's cute. Little green dragon, bright red fireman's helmet, super cute, you know, totally sweet. Then his attitude, his enthusiasm. Um, he's ever the optimist. His favorite line is, I want to be a firefighter and nobody will stop him. So that's, you know, the main um, issue for him. And it's a really positive and modern attitude and also really good message. So it's about um, finding out what you want, finding out where who you want to be, voicing that, um, believing in yourself, um, overcoming obstacles, and then staying true to yourself. Um, so I think in this case, actually, what, what the creators have done to take it into um, today is really they preserved those main messages, um, created a more modern look, but the main message really is, is the same as in the original um, um, series. And um, one of my favorite lines from the series, from the old series and the new series is, I want to be a firefighter because today's world doesn't need fires, it needs flowers. And it's, I think that's a true, it's, it's true um, 30 years ago and it's even more true today. Um, and I think that's um, what, what appealed to us um, and uh, what makes this kind of series and concept universal and um, totally relevant to kids and um, families today. In a, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Luana, because that's your show as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working together on this one. So we see ex exactly what uh, Katerina said. And as well, uh, looking at the modern version, uh, the father is not an authority figure as it was uh, in, the, in the classic series. So uh, the relationship father and son has been modernized. Uh, there is a, a more a wish on the side of the father to listen to uh, the dreams of the son and then to help him. Uh, achieve his dreams. So the father is walking uh, along with him. Then uh, we, uh, talking about relationship also, there is uh, the, the other main character along with Grisou, that is Stella. And also she is his best friend, but uh, wants, uh, uh, she has a dream and is the one to become a reporter. So they, they jump together into adventures, but then they, they have different dreams they want to achieve, but there are adventures that bring them together. Uh, so this is uh, this is something that uh, we see new and uh, about uh, the the old uh, let's say the classic uh, uh, base of the show. Uh, there was also uh, it, it, uh, the idea was born after the the 1968 uh, revolution, let's say. So. Uh, it was uh, it was a, a period in time uh, when uh, uh, no one wanted to uh, stick to the traditions anymore. So uh, Grisou uh, destiny would have been the one to become the uh, the guardian of the the volcano, like his father. But his his dream, his his want, is uh, is to be a firefighter. So he does everything he can in order to, to achieve this uh, this dream. And uh, he makes uh, this happen and is uh, uh, also talking to the children of today who have maybe a different sensitivity 
that uh, feel that to live in a better world, we all have to work together and uh, to, to be nice and kind to people and help each other. And this is what uh, is uh, the, the message of, uh, of all the firefighters uh, working in uh, this world, that uh, we need to help each other. In our case, for, for the two brands I mentioned, Topo Gijo, uh, first, it's a, it's a brand, I mean, Luana, you must be very familiar with that brand. Uh, yeah. It's a, very much um, a brand that has been going on, is, is we say the Mickey Mouse of uh, Italy, right? Um, so yeah. now we, we've acquired Movimenti, and Movimenti was a co-producer on Topo Gijo. And uh, Maria Perego, who is the original creator of uh, Topo Gijo, um, before she passed, uh, one of the last projects she worked on was the animation version of Topo Gijo, uh, animated version. So uh, that was in late 2019. And so what was nice, which is very nice, is that she was able to put a stamp on it and, and say, yep, fine, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. Uh, this is what is really those values values that are very important for me for the from the character from his original uh, original uh, series and original puppets him being a puppet and um and so but when she she saw the the young the young um, creative team of movimenti she she in the end you know really trusted them to do a, a great job and to modernize uh, the show and and make it you know a, a 2d uh, uh, kids shows for for quite a, a broad target um even though the co is um, bridge target in its in its in its sense, but um, the appeal is um, quite global. And then for totally spies, I mean that's a completely different target. It's a different phenomenon. It's um, it's it's been more of a global thing, six plus brand, and this has been um, very interesting for us to work on. And uh, we we've all loved uh, reviving uh, the brand. The series uh, seven is coming uh, in a, in a year, um, uh, mid twenty four, um, and and that has been more the alpha generation, but um, how to appeal to the alpha generation of today and the values of what is what is to be a woman today and it's not the same thing as being a woman 23 years ago when the first series first launched and that's been uh, super interesting um you know some things had to be toned down the subject um, of the uh, you know keep the humor keep the values of the series but some subjects not as you know been um, they haven't been put as much forward as others and really to strengthen the identity, the personality of, those, of the three heroine and, uh, and giving them a, uh, another layer of the today's layer and uh, really uh, work on this. So that's been really great, great job. And I'm going to add also that the, the way we tackle things, is we, we do a lot of research and insights about who is the target of today, which in, when, it, when it is a preschool audience, when it is a six plus audience, to make sure that we, we've got all the values and what they really care for, and that we make sure that we can incorporate that in some ways into our, our show as well, without losing the original DNA, uh, because you, you want to um, really get the, the older generation on board as well. And kind of bouncing off Delphine's last point, what are some of the keys to revitalizing a property so that the entire family can enjoy it together, tapping into that nostalgia factor for older generations? I think by 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 fact the fact that it's a classic kids IP, uh, it will be um, transcending that generational and, and country divide, like uh, Katrina was mentioning earlier about you know. Uh, this globality um, factor and that's not always easy because a show is not always a global success 
and you know like Topo Gigio has been a it's a huge success in Italy and Latam uh, and and Spain uh, but it's it, it, we also have now the, the the challenge to make it known to the to, to the rest of the world even though you don't have the the classical side of things but for totally spice it's going the approach is going to be different because we we have seen that there's a global um you know um, globalization of the brand and uh, I mean some territories like France and the US are you know the prime prime um and 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 latin america latin america as well but i think the 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 the, the um, to answer your question i think it's going to be all about layers layers in the script layers in the appeal of the brand and i mean it's not our brand but you can see with bluey which is uh, often picked as an example uh, by broadcasters nowadays where they say we all about looking for those layers and those layers exist with new IPs like Bluey, but we need to also have that in this in the classical IP as well to make sure that we don't alienate our, our fandom. Um, when we look on our social media and our digital uh, photopo and today's spice, it's a lot of adults, and those adults hopefully will have children, and those children are the core, our new core target for those new products. So um, yes, it's not alienating, I would say. And uh, taking what you said before, um, you know, I think it's really important for the for the grown-ups or for the for the co-viewing. It's really important to keep the original DNA, um, you know, so so um, parents can recognize um, the original. Um, they they will still see what they loved about it, um, you know, favorite characters, whatever. Sometimes it's really fun to work with uh, subtle references, you know, inside jokes, visual references, character names, voices, iconic lines. Um, parents really go for that. And that's, that's a fun way to, to deal with it. Um, we get a lot of feedback from properties that where the new version is um, look-wise really different from the original. And that's a really tricky part because a lot of people don't like that. So kind of keep both visually and tonally um, something from the original um, that kind of, you know, as you say, um, keeps the DNA alive. I agree. And in that uh, perspective, also the co-viewing is, uh, is super important. And uh, we can see it in a property like Resume that where the original is old enough to have uh, uh, grandmothers, and I mean, grandparents and uh, uh, parents watching the show because uh, some of them were already grown up back then and some others uh, are... Um, uh, our parents now, so they will enjoy and they will want to find something of the original show. In this case, uh, uh, switching from the 2D to the 3D version, uh, we kept uh, the, um, the soul of the original show, uh, but adding uh, uh, the shiny and uh, I mean, the nice uh, technique of the 3Ds that uh, modernize also the look of the of the of the series and uh, what we worked also on uh, is uh, is the logo it's not uh, the old one but now it it has really a team that is uh, dragon based so it's uh, easily recognizable also from the young children when it comes to pacing how do the revitalized classics of today differ in terms of lengths formats and pace from the originals in this case, uh, there was uh, no change uh, talking about Grisou because the original was already 52 uh, by 12 minutes. So uh, the new version keeps the same format and uh, because uh, buyers like this format and also is good for, uh, for the target, uh, the 12 minutes is, uh, is what uh, it keeps their attention span and being four to seven, it's, uh, it's great. 
say, um, in, I think today, I mean, let's be honest, you have a lot of new animation techniques, um, the way, you know, the, the way the, the production will be done, new designs, uh, new topics uh, in line with today's uh, audiences, daily life and aspirations. So like you were just talking about uh, your, your show before. And I think in terms of format, so yeah, I mean, the formats are five minutes, seven minutes, 22 minutes. Um, you know, in, in the case of the Prodigio, it, we went quite, you know, it, the, it was a big adaptation work because it's from the puppet <laughs> uh, to a 2D animation series. So, you know, there was a lot to build there and uh, the format is 50 to 11. And then for Totally Spice, I mean, in terms of format, um, it was similar. We're going to keep the same format as 22 minutes, but we've got, um, it, it's more of an editor editorial change is new locations, new additional characters, new gadgets, new hobbies. So the, the work has been more on editorial and Topo, I would say it's just adapting completely to a different, um, to, to, um, to a show, to a 2D show from Puppet. I actually think there's no definite answer to, to this question. Um, pacing, I mean, when you compare the pace of shows 20 years ago to today's shows, there's a definite increase in speed and, and it's faster. Um, on the other hand, um, you know, sometimes um, when you reboot, then you just then you go more into depth. You you expand the story. Uh, you add new characters, as as Luana said, as Delphine said. So you might not change the um, the actually format. Um, and at, then then at the end of the day, it really depends on the property and the partners who you're going to do the co-production with, uh, who you're going to get the commission from, um, and and what works for that partner and um, for their audiences. So you might end up with exactly the same format as before, or you might suddenly go for 10 half hours instead of, I don't know, 104, 11 minutes or something. It's uh depends, as always. How has the rise of streaming affected the revival of classic IP? Are fast channels and SVOD platforms increasing the opportunities to bring back older brands? My first instinct was to say yes, um, because uh, discoverability is, of course, a key factor for everybody. So um, if you already have a known brand, it's just simply easier to find. But then I thought back just now, um, <laughs> we've actually been rebooting uh, classic IPs for a long time. Um, and not just for the streamers or for the for the for the nonlinear platforms. So back in the days, um, when I started at ZDF Studios, so about 15 years ago, um, I worked on uh, the DQ series Jungle Book um, or Peter Pan. We did that 15 years ago, as I said. Um, later, we co-produced the worst switch with uh, the BBC and uh, Netflix. So I think there's always been a trend to revis revisit classic properties, kind of taking um, some classic stories, um, uh, great stories into kind of uh, the modern world and, and um, making them um, more relevant to kids today. So I, I, I think it's not a trend that is new. It's sometimes an easy way uh, or a safe bet, um, because of course there's a you know it's a known brand, it's it has a proven track record, and so that your chances for success might be higher. I'd say uh, as well that what's interesting is that I think it's um, uh, go, go asking for, for broadcasters and, and streamers asking for those for the type. It's almost uh, uh, less risk for them um, because they need to bring in audiences. They need to for the parents to come in and subscribe. They, you know, and then the kids, of course, will make their own choice, but they need those brands to bring people on board. Like, you know, we've got those brands on a service. We're a service you have to have because that's what your kids want to watch. And so it, it's interesting, but um, it's, uh, uh, but I mean, I always say, yes, those classic IP, it's very important, but ultimately, 
you cannot deny the huge success of today are a lot of them are new brand new ips as well that become you know ips that everybody wants but it's it's a double strategy that they, they all have um i think uh, in terms of fast channel, um, we we exploring this uh, very much so, um, but it's uh, it's interesting dynamic compared to SVOD because uh, it's new. Uh, we need to test the market as a kids distributor and kids producers, and um, I think fast ultimately only uh, only um, is is for shows that are known where you have a lot of volume. Uh, because fast, you know, the, the programming, it goes very, very fast. And so you need a lot of volume and, and, and therefore, and there's so much competition in terms of fast channels. The kids need to know what, what, they, what it is they want. So fast is definitely a market for those classic IPs, for, for sure. Um, and we, we're trying this out with Mr. Maker and Totally Spice and Mr. Bean, uh, where we, again, have volume, where it's known. But it's um, we we have yet to have visibility on the revenue, <laughs> so it's a it's a bit of a, a test for us all. Um, we're very happy to, to to go there and to explore, um, but you know we need to see it's going it's going to evolve a lot a lot. It's too fragmented the fast uh, uh, landscape, so it's uh, it's very difficult. Uh, it, it's adding on to linear channel that already are there and in Italy we have a lot plus uh, the fast channels on the smart TV uh, depending on which smart TV you have you get uh, a bigger or lesser volume of channels and uh, it becomes a very tough competition and uh, with uh, with SVOD platforms uh, you uh, it's easier because you just search the program and the, the, if the kids want to watch it uh, it's easy to find while on the fast channel with the linear programming is more difficult unless you have the channel that is only about that brand so it's uh, that is the way probably to uh, to monetize better uh, with the volume that Delphine was mentioning because when you are just uh, at the first season of uh, uh, a new a new a new show that uh, it's it's not it's not easy to to apply this strategy. How do you incorporate social media and other digital platforms into your strategies for relaunching IP? I would say that in our case, it's key. It's a center. It's a start. So as I mentioned before, it's a start in terms of analyzing, you know, um, uh, datas and metrics. But going forward for the launch of that new series, um, we it, it's throughout development and production, um, we, it's key for us. It's a, a tool uh, for to prepare the launch, part of our branding strategy. Um, we uh, we also aim to keep when we negotiate with commissioning partners as much as possible uh, some non-exclusivity uh, on certain rights for for digital exploitation because I'm I'm convinced, and you know sometimes it's a bit of a fight with the commissioners, but I'm convinced that having your content available. It doesn't have to be the full form content that you have on digital, but having you know a snippet to be able to play with, with that brand, it benefits everybody. And I'm convinced about that. And I know in our world, you know, I'm going to be lynched for that. But it's, uh, you know, because exclusivity is key. People pay money for a subscriber service, of course, to keep exclusivity. But if you want your brand to, to, to exist and to thrive, you need that non-exclusivity. And as IP owner, uh, of course, it uh, benefits us to keep our brand alive. Um, and I think that's very important. We, um, uh, we, yeah, 
I mean, uh, that's for social media with Topo Gijo, this is uh, very important. That's one of the reasons I think that the show was revived. Um, it, it's massive on, on social, uh, like footballer like Messi would use a sign, you know, a Topo Gijo sign, um, and that, you know, creates, uh, we, we've got um, uh, two, million, uh, two million users for GIF, Topo Gijo GIF. Um, we've got uh, five million on Facebook for Topo Gijo, but Interestingly, only 5% in Italy from those um, 500 million, whereas YouTube, 30 million views, which is a good amount when you think that it's mostly Italy, 60%, and US and Latin, because again, you don't have this globalization of the brand. So it's very interesting that social media and YouTube, you know, uh, do play a part in different ways. And for Totally Spice, I mean, we've got seven YouTube channels, um, three social pages in terms of languages. We've got English, French, Italian, German, Portuguese, Spanish and uh, 1.2 million subscribers and half a million views and uh, 4 billion minutes streamed. I mean, huge numbers uh, for Totally Spice because again, I mean, it's been going on for quite a long time um, and, and there's a lot of volume to be exploiting. So I can probably add, I, I totally agree. You can, you can really um, start um, creating or building momentum before the launch, you know, when, once you start thinking about it or once you start creating the new um, the new reboot um, and then just keep feeding um, um, social media with, with as you said, even if it's only snippets, I, I, I agree everybody is a bit cautious about, you know, feeding too much um, and too early, but snippets behind the scenes, even pictures, I mean, if you're doing live action, even behind the scenes pictures from the cast or the crew, um, it just creates such a buzz um, even before you launch and that's really helping a lot um, on a lot of our brands as well. And in this case of uh, of, our, of uh, an old classic property, we can say that also the parents uh, can be the the influencers of their children. So it's the parent that is actually with his nostalgia, with the nostalgia, is pushing the children to towards the brand and trying to find what was appealing back then when uh, they were young to today in, in, the, in the new version that is available today. So the parents will be our strong uh, support. Yeah, and that's interesting, Luana, because we've got that, that um, problematic. Uh, sometimes you, you, you feel that you need to make the choice to go on a, on a social media platform where the parents are, but you know the kids are not. Mm -hmm. So it's more maybe adaptable to Facebook for preschool, you know, preschool show where the parents yeah. are. And for, for Facebook, uh, for Totally Spice, for example, we wouldn't go to Facebook, right? Because the young people, <laughs> yeah, so they've turned their back. So, yeah, so we'll go, you know, somewhere else. So it's, it's very interesting to it, yeah, adapt your strategy uh, to what those platforms are. Yeah, they're like broadcasters almost, right? Where you have to, to pick and but except you can control, which is amazing to have a bit of control. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, and then but there is uh, there are all the the pages that are already there. In the case of Grizu, for example, are the firefighters pages. Uh, so there are those uh, in, let's say institutional pages where you, you can echo the uh, the message of the show and uh, also uh, promote it. Uh, so it's uh, it's another way of uh, of using the social media. What is your strategy in terms of L&M? How do you connect these revitalized brands with audiences outside the screen? In our case, we, um, we're really trying to uh, push for 360 brand, uh, degree brand, which um, uh, with you know, social and digital plan, as we just discussed um, at an early stage. 
and um, and really in terms of branding today with those with those property um, classic we really uh, establish a, a brand strategy from the start from development stage uh, what we're saying with research and to make sure that we have our target identified um, you know that we know what they're after and and to give our best ourselves the best chance for success we are at the stage where now we're ticking those boxes uh, but we don't know what's going to happen so it is again a very competitive market uh, the licensing world is a bit in turmoil you know post-covid etc uh, it's tough um, you know I, I we have our expertise in terms of distribution and production and then it's another expertise almost you know in parallel to ours and and it's it's uh, very tough so are we going to be lucky uh, but all we can do is make sure that we've got all those boxes ticked. Um, we, you know, we 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 realize as well that what is also uh, important nowadays is to have events and and uh, and uh, events and live experiences for the kids. So we've done that in the case of uh, Mr. Bean, uh, which is also yeah. So we you know that works really really well. Again, this co-viewing, uh, co-sharing, and you know parents' intergeneration. So this type of event is really good um, for, for 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 those classic IPs because you you have the 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 interest of the parents and the kids at the same time. We sometimes have tricky cases where um, some where the brand really still is iconic and, and the LLM of the old classic IP still works amazingly well. And then, of course, you don't want to harm that part of the business with the reboot. So that um, in those cases, we, we actually work with a classic line where we uh, kind of promote the old uh, visuals, the old uh, designs, and then a new line for the new program or the reboot. Um, so they don't compete against each other too much um, because you will... Um, uh always have hardcore fans of the original that will absolutely hate whatever you do with the new version even you know however great it is they will not like it just because it's not the original um so in order you know if there's a really good business with the classic kind of ip we, we're trying to preserve that and then add on a new line for the for the new um version and that has worked well for us and we often work with um the same partners and licensees for those uh, properties so they don't they don't feel like they're competing against themselves um and and it has worked uh, well for a couple of properties but um sometimes it's tricky because um as we said you know if you do something completely you know visually um it's really hard to kind of keep it all under the same roof well it sounds like you all have figured out the keys to reviving brands in your catalogs and you're successfully bringing together different generations of families and creating new bonds between them which is fantastic to hear Thank you all for taking the time to uh, participate in the dis this discussion with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.